All right, start the show. Okay, party people in the house. Hey guys, it's Michelle Taylor Willis, and thanks again for tuning in to According. Hey guys, it's Michelle Taylor. It's Michelle Taylor Willis. Back at you. It's According to Michelle Radio with Michelle Taylor Willis. What's going on, guys? Hello, hello, hello. Wow, we made it. Mama, we made it. Yeah, the other words, and, and yeah, we made it. We Jesus. did make it. <laughs> I know for those of you who are listening on Real 1100 AM, um, we obviously have been off the air. So what happened, what happened was... The lights went out, and the power went out here at the radio station at Real 1100 AM, and so we didn't have any power, and so we thought the power would have been up um, by not too long after 4 o'clock, but what happened is that it did not, and so my guest, David Manuel, who's here, um, he was sitting in his car, I was sitting in my car, and I was like, just come up here, and I was like, if if we're not in the radio station by 420, we're just going to go live, we're just going to do an Instagram live interview in my car at 420 which has nothing to do with weed or cbd or any of those things ironic it was just very isn't it ironic it was just (laughs) ironic don't you think and and so david came up with the name the range rover chronicles it's gonna stick it's the best i like that actually we did the range rover chronicles and we had we have had tons of people coming starting next week we're going to drive around all of fulton county and we're going to be talking that's what we should do that's the range um, what's the guy who's the talk show host that james cordon james cordon he does that yeah in his car karaoke car car karaoke but we're not going to sing we're just going to talk about people listen let me just throw this we're just gonna talk about this brutal or i think we could talk about people i mean i know not talking about people i think we could actually sing the reason i can't sing right now is because i've been talking so much my voice is lack of talent what goes around comes back Around. The reason yeah, she can't sing my is baby. lack of talent. The uh, reason you that's can't. What no, okay. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. I'm going to be nice to you. Anyway, <laughs> so we, we took the first half of the interview in the car, which has been amazing. And we were actually going to jump. I was going to jump off of that. Like, I literally was like, we're about to go in the radio station. I'm going to jump off. We'll come back on. And Dave was like, no, leave him on. Let him watch you walk to the car. So then I was like, pretty girls walk like this, this. This, this, this. Yeah, definitely can't relate to that. This. <laughs> and I'm wearing my pretty girl green today. Oh, for, I know. Real, I didn't even notice. You know, I didn't see, stare too hard, pretty girl. obviously. Isn't it so appropriate? Very. It's like Sorry. family friendly all the way around. We I know. If you're, if you're listening Real 1100 AM, you can't see it. But trust me, you are missing so much from this. Anyway. And so everybody, everybody's like, oh, my no gosh, comment, no, no comment. comment. And so and so we stayed on you guys on Instagram hung in there with us. David was being quite rude. I just want to say I was giving him a lot of accolades and I was being very, very. I was so appreciative. And Thank then you. he talked. He 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 told me I jock itch in my car. Really? Cream. And then this is not the image I came on the show for. <laughs> so I could have took this somewhere else. I know, he right? Was, he talked about my smile. He said my edges look like afros. Not today. Normally. They're laid. Gotcha. No. Anyway, so bottom line is we made it in the studio, 
And we're glad that you guys are here. Thank you for everybody on Instagram for hanging in with us. And welcome everybody else to According to Michelle right here on Real 1100 AM. Shout out to everybody on iHeartRadio that's listening. Tune in. What's up? We are here. We made it. And don't forget, Team Replay is a thing. Team Replay is a thing. If you can't catch me every Wednesday at 4 p.m., do not fret, my pet, as my grandmother used to say. All you got to do is every Monday, check it out. According to Michelle Podcast, whatever happened last week is going to be there every Monday. There is no excuse for you not to be inspired, empowered, informed, entertained, motivated, all of these things, because that's what we do here on the According to Michelle show. I know it's According to Michelle, but really, it's not about me at all. It's about the, the formidable guests like David that I bring on to inspire you so that you can be your best, so that you can do your best, so that you can manifest whatever destiny you want. And David is being, um, he's being quite the, the inspirer here today. Is that a word? Did you hear the nugget that, that we were talking about crossing over your bridges? You know, like not burning your bridges, not burning your bridges, yeah, crossover, Remember? don't burn. Same difference. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Potato, potato. Right. What, what were we saying about that? David? That you should never do that. You should never burn a bridge. Because You never know when it's going to come back. Around. You never know. Even, even, even when people do you wrong, even when you feel like somebody has messed you over, even when you feel like, you know, somebody is, uh, has just been mean to you or whatever it is, just keep smiling. Right. Just keep smiling. Let God, let the universe, let whatever, like, let let that deal with it. You don't deal with it. That exactly. is not your burden to bear. That's right. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. <clears throat> David, um, David kind of led us in to that nugget. So David has been talking about his journey and, um, and where we, you know, how he started with the Woodruff Arts Center. And he went into the corporate world because he realized he needed to get some corporate training. Right. And then he was offered a position to run the Port of Sanford House um, here in, in Decatur, Georgia, DeKalb County. Um, and that's kind of where we left off before we get to the Big Bang. But talk to us about how, David, all of that stuff prepared you, prepared you for like this moment. Because this right here, and we're not gonna, we're not there yet. We're not there. We're not there yet. But this, this, where you are right now, I'm right. telling you, because I'm a seer of all things. Okay. What do you see? Right now, I see magic in front of me. That ain't all you see, but we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> Lena's like, oh my god. We'll take it. Well, no, I'm gonna tell you. Want to know really what I want? What I see? I really want to know what you see. Let me tell you what I see. Um, what I see is somebody that the world did not see at first. Mm. That's what I see. I see somebody that the world didn't see at first and that had to first prove to himself that he was worthy for the world to see him. And once he proved it to himself, the world began to pay attention to him. And once the world began to pay attention to him, it began aligning with his self-respect, his self-esteem, his self-confidence. And I believe in the last, what I see, in the last five to seven years, this alignment and shift happened for him and for the world. And now he knows without a doubt his worth, his value, 
what he brings to the table, that he believes that he can, he literally can and does change the lives of others. And that will begin to happen even more and more and more because his stage and his platform is gonna continue to grow. Um, I see somebody who now knows what his purpose is that was a little unsure about it at first. Hmm. But now knows what his calling is and what he's supposed to be doing. I see somebody whose electricity and majesty is contagious. And I see somebody that really is a walking testament to people that sometimes what you think of yourself is not true. And sometimes what you know of yourself is. And it doesn't matter if anybody else agrees with it or not. That's what I see. Wow. That was, you got everybody in the studio speechless. That was powerful. And there's some truth in that. There's a lot of truth in that. There's a lot of truth in that. But I will say this. Um, it wasn't that I did not know my worth or my value. It's just that I had a conflict of should I share it or does that come across as being braggadocious? And arrogant. And arrogant. Which you are. Uh-huh. I'm just joking. Wow. <laughs> wow. I know. I tear you up. But. I tear you down to build you up. No, I'm joking. But. You know, we all try to look for our purpose in life. That's right. And for the longest, I thought my purpose was arts. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until about nine years ago that I realized art is not my purpose. Mm -hmm. It's my passion. I love it. I'm an advocate. Yeah. Uh, been doing it for 40 years. Uh, but my passion is to educate mm -hmm. people or bring awareness to organ donation. Mm -hmm. uh, and being a part of the best gift you can give anyone, which is the gift of life. Mm -hmm. And so that is not only my purpose, but that's my assignment. And I take my assignment very seriously. So, like I said, your purpose is to change lives and right. to save lives. Right. Right. Right? Yeah. yeah. To really do that, which is... Amazing. I mean, we did a piece on you in the magazine last year about that. Remember? I think it was a small piece. It was like 13 words, yeah, but you, it got the point across. You don't give me no love in that magazine. <laughs> <laughs> but I foresee me being on the cover. Is that what you see? I what foresee do you see? it. I'm, what do you see? I'm Dan? putting it out there. I'm putting it out there. What do you see? There's a story to be told. There is a story to be told. No, no but I'm glad that you said that. And because I do, I know we want to talk about that organ donation piece, but... But I want to talk to me about how you and I, I, we're so screwed up. I don't even know when I'm taking breaks and when I'm not. Uh, <laughs> what time is it? 5.23. 5.23. I tell you what. Okay. We're gonna take Let's a take break. a quick break. Okay. When we come back, I want you to take us to how you end up running, basically, one of the, the largest divisions of Fulton County, the most impactful, and how you're really taking this show on the road and how that intersects with your purpose for organ donation because the story and let me tell you something guys you don't want to miss the back half of this I'm glad you stopped the music because David's story on organ donation and and, and his life being saved and saving other people's lives is so powerful mark my words it will make you rethink why you are here mm. 
It really will. And I'm not saying that to, it really does. It makes you think like, I should be doing more. The the story is, it's crazy. And I've heard it a few times now because David is a dear friend of mine. Um, and every time I hear it, it, it literally, it makes me tear up. So you don't want to miss that. I mean, we're not going to do Ask Michelle today. We're not doing, um, you know, senseless shenanigans. I'm going to make sure that we give you every bit of this 30-something minutes that happens when we come back. Guys, don't touch anything. You are, believe it or not, listening to According to Michelle on uh, Real 1100 AM. iHeart, what's up? I Tune in. What's going on? Instagram, how are you? No Facebook today. Don't touch anything. We'll be right back with more According to Michelle and David Manuel story. Hey guys, Michelle Taylor Willis here. And I just want to ask you, have you checked out my latest book? Well, I say latest book, really, it's my only book. (laughs) Raising Significance, an MTW guide to raising independent, well-rounded, and confident kids. Listen, this book is not rocket science, and I'm not claiming to be a child expert or a psychologist or psychiatrist or any of that. I'm just a mom who has figured some things out. So I just got some jewels and a few gems that can help you raise not just successful kids, but significant kids kids. You want your kids to stand out from the crowd or at least from the other kids in their class, right? This is the way to do it. So listen, go to my website, authormichelletaylorwillis.com. That's Michelle with two L's. Check out the book. If you like what you see, click on that pay now button and grab a copy. Maybe you grab a copy for some of your friends who have kids if you don't. But either way, I promise you will not be disappointed. Raising Significance, an MTW's guide to raising independent, well-rounded and confident kids. Get your copy today. Michelle. Michelle. Take this one here for me and my DJ. All right, guys, welcome back to According to Michelle, a, uh, Is that like spiritual? a shortened version according. of what According to Michelle. What do you mean is it spiritual? I mean, that's almost like According to Luke or some verse from the Bible, According to, I mean, According to Michelle. What do you talk? What, you don't even, okay. Guys, we got David Manuel. In the house today, uh, I, I'm trying to. Gosh, every time I want to say something nice about him, he says something crazy. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna stop. Gosh, I'm gonna stop. He is the director. <laughs> Let's just say this: he's a life changer. He's a philanthropist. Philanthropist. Mm. He's an empower. He's a motivator. He's all these things. His day job, yes, is running Faith Fulton County Arts, um, Culture, and Entertainment. And being involved in Fulton Films and the film world and all of that, right? But, but really, what he does is save lives and change lives. And I want to, I want to kind of just run through how you ended up running, you know, one of the most impactful and influential divisions now of Fulton County. And I say that because the nationwide impact already, just in your few years, mm-hmm. two, right? Has it been two or three? Two years. Two years. That's what yep. I thought. Um, and, and where you have been and what you've done with this division of Fulton County has been amazing. So Thank I want you. to talk about your tradi- your transition there. But then I want to talk about this, this interweaving world you have with organ donorship and okay. why that's so important. Okay. Where you want to start? Didn't I just say, I mean, I just told you what I wanted to do. I mean, sheesh. You got cut. Didn't you go to SCAD? Everybody relax. <laughs> breathe in and breathe out. Can you put back that helmet on that you wore in school? <laughs> can you Can you do that? Okay, so that we can focus. Um, so let's talk about so Port talk of about County. So talk about Port of Sanford to Fulton County. Let's okay, start so there. I can't ask him two-piece two 
questions. I got to ask him one at a time. Go okay. ahead. So Port of Sanford, I was there for 10 years. Um, we were sold out for the late, uh, for the last eight years. It was great. It was wonderful. Uh, we even built an outdoor amphitheater. It's called Rainbow Park. And talk about what Port of Sanford is real quick for people international and not here in the area. So Port of Sanford is a performing arts center that's located in South DeKalb area, right off of Rainbow Drive. You, you, you good? Okay. Uh, He's like, me. I know where that place yeah, is. Yeah, he knows where that place yeah. is. Okay. Uh, right off of Rainbow Drive, it has a 500-seat auditorium. It has a 200-seat black box theater. Uh, we wow. do acting class, dance class, anything that's creative, I tried to put on stage there. Mm. We do anything from weddings to parties to anything in between. I uh, did that for 10 years, enjoyed it. Um, uh, DeKalb County was very good to me. Mm. And so... After 10 years, I knew I had grown as far as I can grow. After the amphitheater was already in construction, um, I felt like there was nothing else for me to do. The center had been sold out for eight years. Where do you go from there? Right. Um, and then I got an opportunity to uh, come to Fulton County, which is a position that I actually wanted 10 years uh, prior. Mm. Uh, but it wasn't available, and I didn't have the mindset to you even go You weren't ready, out. right? I wasn't ready. Right, right. And so, um, you know, and everything is about timing and yeah. uh, and You're preparation. Right and Say preparation. That. Say that again. So timing and preparation. Yeah. So, um, so I left Port of Sanford. I went to Fulton County, and Fulton County has given me the freedom or the green light to say, do what you've been practicing to do for the last 40 years. Wow. Do it here. Do it here on the in the largest county in the state of Georgia. And Sheesh. and let me say this about government, mm -hmm. especially Fulton County government. So Fulton County government is made up of some amazing leaders, county manager Dick Anderson, CEO Dr. Pamela Rochelle, the commissioners. They all get it, especially when it comes to funding arts. Right. And right. Um, and anytime you get government that really gets behind arts, because, you know, that's government. That's a big deal because yeah. that's not the space that yeah. you, right. Government yeah. is about property, yeah, roads fixing and, potholes, yeah. you know, Absolutely. sanitation, all Absolutely. that. But the, but the way I interpreted Fulton County, and this is going to sound kind of crazy, but I interpret Fulton County as that favorite go-to family member. It hmm. might be that grandmother. It might be that dad, that aunt or whatever, mm -hmm. that anytime you're having trouble, if you're having trouble with your rent, you go to that person for a loan. Fulton County is that person. They do home uh, assistant program. If you're going through life challenges, you know, you go through that that aunt or whatever. Well, Fulton County got a behavior health department. Wow. That really helps you. So many if, people don't know these things. They, they, you know? they don't know these things. Right, and right. so um, they have all the resources that you need to be a better you and to come alongside you and help. That's what government should do. And Fulton County does it uh uh, like nobody else. Hmm. And so instead of looking at it as government, people really should start looking at it as almost a family member because they assist so many people. How do you get the word out to let people know about that, though? Because people, that's not our mindset. I, I know it's not mine. Well, since I've been there, I've probably been at over 40 panels, 40 events where I've had the microphone to talk. Hmm. Uh, and I got a lot to say, especially about Fulton County government. And the freedom that they have given uh, the arts and culture department to go ahead and go be great. Because they know that if we're great, everyone great. All the residents that live in Fulton County, and that's 15 cities. That's from South Fulton 
to Atlanta to Alpharetta and everywhere in between. Right, right. We service them, and uh, and it's it's amazing to be part of that family, right? That government family, and so I'm just trying to be a good family member, a good steward of the position that I have, of the funding that I oversee, right? And also the the incredible staff that I have to allow us to take it to the next level. I didn't come to Fulton County to play games. I came to make an impact. Yeah. I didn't come to Fulton County to be successful. I came to be significant. Mm. And Wait so, a minute. Now that now you're talking, you know, my that's my word. That's your word? That's my word. Success to significance. Right. So Success be significant. Right. So, okay. you know, so I'm here and I operate like I'm on a timeline. Um, I operate with a sense of urgency. Uh, we have the opportunity to affect change in people's life in every aspect. Uh, we got to take the bull by the horn and we got to own it. And so the position that I'm in, I own it. Now I have to talk myself into owning it every day because you have to <laughs> self-encourage yourself. Right. Some days are not your best days. But, um, but when I think about it and after I finish my prayer, I know what I need to do that day. So what do, what are you, for what are you responsible? Like what is FACE? What do you do? And talk about Fulton Films. So, so FACE is just an initiative that I created. Okay. And I created FACE after a conversation. Don't with, worry about uh, us. We're just on the radio. Yeah. That's uh, my son. He took a new job in Florida. So he's trying to call me. <laughs> Uh, face, yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Glad he out my pocket. Is that the one that was in the car that day we were talking? Remember you put me on speakerphone to talk to him? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, FACE is an initiative, and it's FACE stands for Fashion, Art, Culture, and Education. Uh, and it actually came about with a conversation that I had with Commissioner Natalie Hall. I love Natalie. Yeah, so when I first came to Fulton County, the first thing I did was set up meetings, separate meetings with the leadership to find out what they wanted to see from the Arts and Culture Department. When I talked to Commissioner Arrington, he wanted to see more film, more film festival. Since then, we've been to, we've done the Pan-African Film Festival in LA, American Black Film Festival in Miami. We're going to Martha's Vineyard in August. We're going to be in Birmingham. Oh, I'm going with y'all in August. Yeah, okay, sure. Um, and so <laughs> we're doing all those things. Um, when, I, when I talked to uh, Commissioner uh, Khadija, she wanted to make sure that we had programs for senior citizens yeah, and, 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 and do more outdoor festivals. So everyone has something. Commissioner Adler Hall wanted to see fashion. And so I created FACE, Fashion, Art, Culture, and Education. And now we're celebrating, our, I think, ninth month. We've been in New York Fashion Week. We've I been saw to Art Basel. With Lisa Nicole. Right, right. We, we went back to uh, Miami and did Miami Fashion Week while we was doing American Black Film Festival, it was all at the same time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, it's been a blessing. It's been a true blessing. And so we've had people like T.I. on board, Kenny Burns, and just so many others that we're introducing that Fulton County has a huge fashion world. Yeah. And so when you think about fashion, don't just think about New York, California, and Milan. Fulton County needs to have a seat at that table. That's right. And, you, and you're making sure that, I mean, like the fact that Fulton County, why, and, and people, like, why would, Fulton County, how does Fulton County end up at New York Fashion Week? Like one of the most, I mean, you could have said you're at Paris Fashion Week and it would right. have been the same. Like, wait, what? I love that. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you have to think differently. I, I challenge my team on this too. Like, how do we do business differently? How do we not be a traditional media company? How do we stand out and really make a difference? right in what we're doing and that's what you're doing you're saying how am i going to be different how am i going to put this on the map and i love 
how you basically just went around and started asking questions. Like, what do you need? What do you want to see? What do you, you know what I mean? And you the, built the program around that. Here's the deal. So if I go around the Alpharetta, if I go around Atlanta and you see me talk with a microphone in my hand, I'm preaching to the choir. They already live there. Right. And so it's a bigger impact for me to go to New York, to go to L.A., to go to Miami and talk about all the amazing things we're doing in Fulton County. We want people to work, live, play and stay in Fulton County. If they stay in Fulton County and they buy a home in Fulton County, I'm getting that property tax. Right. There's the message to my madness. I want you to come and live here. And I know we talk about traffic and all this kind of stuff. Sheesh. Well, city of Atlanta, work on the infrastructure because we're bringing people in. People are only coming to Atlanta because of good leadership. Right. They're not coming here because of bad leadership. Right. So this well, is an opportunity, right? Yeah, they see in that leadership. Yeah, that leadership. Touts the opportunity. So right? when, when you look at the decisions our commissioners are making, they're great decisions because look at the traffic. Mm. If, if, if <laughs> it was something bad about here, people wouldn't come here to move and come here to live. And so what we try to do is we're trying to extend our welcome to make sure that uh, we're bringing people in the right way. We're letting them know about the opportunities. We let them know that in film, it makes sense to do your film here. We got the best tax credit. That's why we just signed an agreement with Marvel Studios. You know, we need to own what that looks like in Fulton County. Well, I love I love all of that. And I love how, you know, you said just a minute ago, basically, in so many words that you don't have time to waste. You're not wasting no. any time. You mean business. Yeah. But if I had to guess, I would say there's probably one there's a main reason for why you mean business and why you don't have any time to waste. Right. Talk about that. So about nine years ago, and I was healthy as any other guy in the world, went, worked out three days a week, um, you know, didn't drink a lot, didn't do any of those crazy things. And all of a sudden I got sick. Uh, and I got very sick. What I, did that feel like? What kind of, what was that sick? If somebody's listening, how, what, what would they be looking out for? So for most men, we feel like there's a part of us that we're Superman. We feel like even if we get shot, we can take that bullet. We'll be right. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's something about being a man. It's, yeah. it's, it's power in the word man. And when we get sick, a lot of times women would say, oh, he's such a baby when he gets sick. Because it's like our kryptonite when we go down. So what happened to me was, out of the blue, I had liver and kidney failure. Never out of really, nowhere. Never really been sick before in my life. And um, How did you know it? Did you just get real tired? Were you like... So I was at the casino in Birmingham. Okay, here we go. With my mom. My mom was <laughs> 80 years old. She just passed she away. She did, Miss Barbara. Yeah, her favorite pastime was playing the slot machine. So every now and then, I would drive her to the casino out of my schedule to make sure she had her thing. And she was on a walker. Once I get her situated, I would go get her a coffee. It was like a routine. Right. And I let her be because she would win. And she was like, I'm going to buy you dinner. So I'll, that's the deal. Okay. And I remember going to the restroom, um, and I'm standing at the stall to urinate, and I look, and my urine came out looking like Coca-Cola. And I was like, wow, what did I that's eat? crazy. What right. did I eat? Right. You know? And I didn't really think too much of it because I knew I had my annual physical the next day. But I was a little concerned. So I got my mom back to Atlanta and got her settled in, went to the doctor, uh, did my physical. They said for a person who's almost 50, you got the body of a 25-year-old. They checked my blood. I mean, really? You had to throw that in? Well, I had to. 
because <laughs> I had guns then. My whole body's changed now. Um, they checked my blood, but they didn't check my urine because now, as, uh, for men, you have to request for them to check your urine. Uh, that's not automatic anymore. And so I went home and I caught this high temp, had this fever, and I went back and I said, you checked my blood, but you didn't check my urine. So they gave me the cup. They looked at the color of the cup. They was like, you need to come to ER. So I walked in the ER and next thing you know, they was running more tests, more tests. Now when I went in, I could bench press 240 pounds. By the seventh day, I was struggling picking my cell phone up over my head. That's how quickly my body was declined. deteriorating. My wow. skin turned as black as this. My eyes were fluorescent. My eyes were this color. Yeah. Of that yellow. Yeah. Later. And, and if you're just tuning in, guys, listening, we're at 1100 AM or Instagram, Facebook. We've got David Manuel, director of FACE, um, Fulton County Arts. Um, and he is talking about his, his journey into the space. But now he's talking about how he had basically his life was saved and how he's changing other people's lives through organ donorship. Go ahead, right. David. So and then later my son saw me and he was like, Dad, I'm not trying to be funny, but you look like a mutant by the eyes because they were just that yellow. And so, um, so jaundiced. Yeah. Yeah. Sheesh. Jaundice on fleet. OK. <laughs> I mean, it was just time. That 100. Anymore, but OK, go ahead. I know. I'm old. School. It's not cool. So. Anyway, so um, after running a lot of tests, they started figuring out um, it's his liver that's failing. Then it was like, no, it's his kidneys failing. No, it's both. And uh, my body just kept declining. And then it started swelling up. Um, and then it started, you know, getting smaller. So I went from 217 to 240. And then I went from 240 to 150. In weight. In weight. Over a seven-day period? No, not a seven-day oh, period. Okay. Really? Well, no, because you said seven days a minute ago, and I was like, dang, this all happened in seven days? This is like... Where's your helmet? This is a great... <laughs> back in, where's your helmet? Put it back on. So, so anyway... Over um, how long was that, jerk? So, I was in ICU for 40 days. Okay, so we're 40 days. For Sheesh. 40 days. That's still fast. Um, That's a lot. Okay. Around the 35th day, you know how doctors get together, they talk outside yeah. the room, yeah. but I could hear them. And they were debating on how many days I had left to live. One doctor said, I give them five days. And by that time, um, nurses was coming in. I was, they was coming in every hour and hour, shooting me in my stomach with a needle. Uh, I had to take 40 pills a day. Uh, I was on dialysis, all the stuff, you know, tubes everywhere. And my body was shutting down. It was preparing to die. And I remember, um, you know, uh, they coming in saying, would you like to be on the transplant list? And if your body's shutting down, you'll be on any list. Yeah, <laughs> sign me up, <laughs> sign me up. And so, you know, and I, so I signed on that. And I remember saying goodbye to my boys, apologizing to them, telling them, I'm sorry I'm not gonna see you graduate from college. I'm sorry I'm not gonna be at your wedding. I didn't know I was gonna mm -hmm. get dealt this hand, but I apologize. And you know, and they was taking it all in the best way they could. How and was I, your wife handling that? Well, she wasn't my wife then. She was my girlfriend. And so right before that, uh, I gave her a ring while I'm in ICU. I gave her a ring. Uh, I proposed to her. Now I got tubes everywhere and nurses was in there crying. And um, uh, I gave her a ring. And then about an hour later, I signed to be on the transplant list. And then I remember laying in bed because I couldn't move. And you know how you land 
and you can't move, but you're looking at the lights because that's all you can see. And if you look at them long enough, the fluorescent lights kind of illuminate the whole room. Right, yeah. And that was my opportunity, or it felt like my opportunity to talk to God. And I remember praying, God, I'm not ready to go. I'm not ready to stop being a father. I'm not ready to stop being a community activist, but I'm in so much pain. And I don't ever give up on anything. I'm in so much pain that if you say this is my time, I will accept it. And I promise you, maybe an hour, two hours later, I heard this loud noise. And I remember the nurse coming in in tears and I had tubes and I was like, what is that noise? I was in so much pain. I probably said, what is that freaking noise? And she was like, oh, my God, Mr. Man, that's a helicopter with your liver and your surgery. That's You're going to live. You're going to surgery tomorrow. I, every time I hear this story, I'm you know, so blown away. Like, yeah, yeah. And so went to surgery the next day. <laughs> and um, I think I spent maybe two more weeks in the hospital. And uh, so wait, 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 wait a minute. She says this to you. You're like, what is this noise? I'm about to I'm, die. Like, Can I just die noise? in silence? And she's like, Mr. And she's like. That's a helicopter with your liver and your surgeon. You're going to live. And I'm like talking to her like, I, I need to call my mom. I need to call. She said, you can call whoever you want to, but you're going to surgery in the morning. And so. That's um, crazy. Yeah. What were you thinking? At that point, when your body's shutting down, you're not really thinking. You're thinking so many crazy things. It's like, I think it's called ammonia or something like that that gets into your brain cells or whatever like that. So sometimes you're making sense and sometimes you're not. I was at that stage where it was kind of off and on and I would fade off into these dreams and these crazy dreams like I'm on a plane and I'm looking at a theater playbill but I'm sitting next to a giraffe and then when I look deeper that giraffe is in a zoo it's almost like you're traveling through a journey Jeez, of a mind oh twist gosh. of a mind twist because your body is filled with so many toxins you can't think right and so um, so that's the stage I was in. And and then when it started making sense, you know, I remember going to surgery and asked the doctor as it was rolling me down the hall, can we stop and pray? And they was just like, okay, yeah, we can do that, you know. <laughs> and I was like, we got to touch hands and agree. And and my family was standing back there watching it, and they came to pray. Everybody prayed and that kind of thing. Um, and so then everything comes back, and then you start realizing uh, the impact of where you was and and how God steps in and say, I'm not done with you yet. You know, I got work for you to do. And and I'm going to tell you something. This is interesting. So after that happened, after I went home, um, I had this port in my chest because I had to go to dialysis for a while till everything kind of kicked back. And every time I took a shower, I had to put like a Ziploc bag over it and I had to put tape around it to get in the shower. And I was like, 150 pounds and I remember I mean, you are a tiny thing so, so check this out I had been in the house and I had asked I gotta get out the house and my wife was getting ready to go to Lenox Mall her and my daughter and I was like I want to go with y'all I want to go with y'all they're like you sure I was like yes I need to get out this house went to Lenox Mall I think we were in there for 10 minutes they were walking kind of ahead of me because I was I had just learned how to walk again so I was walking slow and they turned around and I was just crying. I was just crying. And Aww. I just stood in the middle of the hall. And it was like, what's wrong? You sick? And I was like, no, I just ran into 10 people that know me and wouldn't speak to me because they didn't hardly recognize me. And the ones that did recognize Aww. me thought I probably had that package or something, you know. You said that package? That package. <laughs> you know, they, the they, 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 they thought something, 
they they just didn't want to speak because they were like, oh, my goodness, I don't know what to say to him. Right. And I almost had a temper tantrum in the mall. And I was like, take me home, take me home right now. I'm not ready. Right. And so, um, and I went back home and just started, you know, recuperating and praying and taking it easy and, you know, that kind of thing. And um, and then I, I just, I got back. So real quick, David, I know we're going to, we, we got to wrap up here, but I want to, I want to bring this home for, don't you, the, the, the family mm-hmm. that donated, right? The family of the donor, right? You actually, there's a kind of a cool ending to the story too with them, right? So, in order for me to receive a liver transplant, that means somebody else had to die, right? When you think about that, you think about you were saved to live, but somebody else had to die. If that's not motivation for you to take every day like the bull in charge. That is for me. And so now that family is my family. The sister of that brother, we're Facebook friends. And she says stuff like, hey, brother. And I'm like, hey, sis. And yeah, because you have her. You have a part of her brother inside yeah. of you. And it's the most unlikely uh, pair of people, me and her. You know, I'm black. She's white. Uh, I live in the city. She lives kind of in the country. And, and, and she's a Republican. Louisi- you're a Democrat. Louisiana. No, I'm joking. I don't know. <laughs> I think we're both Democrats. So. <laughs> that's, that's why the match happened so well. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we're family now. And, you know, I called the mom on Mother's Day, um, and I went to see them. Uh, it was the longest hug I've ever had in my entire life because they felt like they were hugging their son Gosh, and their brother. Sheesh. And they just wouldn't let me go, and I wouldn't <laughs> let them go because it's the, it's the biggest thing when somebody, a stranger, can give you the gift of life. Just think what a family member would do or a friend. This is somebody who didn't know you. Right. They made a decision and they gave, they donated Dylan Mouton, who was a 21-year-old white male who had a seizure. And on the third day, which is already spiritual, he died. While he was dying, I was in Piedmont Hospital saying goodbye to my son. Six people benefit from his organ. There's a man walking around alive now that is alive because he has Dylan Hart. There's, a, there's two other men that are walking around with a better life because they have both his kidneys. There's a man walking around that can see because he has Dylan eyes. There's a man walking around that can breathe and alive because he has his lungs. Wow. And then I have his liver. Uh, David, let me ask you a question real quick. We do have to go. I hate this. If you're just tuning in, we got David Manuel. He's the director of Faith here in Fulton County and in, um, in Atlanta or around Atlanta, Georgia. Um, why did God save you? Wow. God. That's a loaded question me. for me that, to that about is, 45 seconds. But that, I mean, that is. Uh, why um, did he save you? So I don't think the question is why he saved me. I think the question is, what am I doing because he saved me? Mm. And so what I try to do every day, if I don't get it right today, you best believe I'm going to get it right tomorrow. I try to make sure that I give, give. And then when I get tired, I give some more. Um when I'm thinking and when I'm planning, I sleep with a laptop. Uh, I'm more motivated now like I was when I was 25. Mm. And um, and I just want to continue to do good, to continue to help people. I think that's the formula of longevity. I've always been a giver. And I think that at the end of the day, God is like, he's always been a giver. Let me see what he does now. And now I give like I'm on steroids. It's like... That's the formula for longevity. So how can we, as people, because most people 
don't have your story and we most people won't right how do we find that type of motivation without having to go through your pain i wouldn't wish anybody to go through what i went through mm -hmm. Uh, but, you know, I've always been a spiritual person. And so I understand this thing called life is temporary. It's a gift. It's a gift. And when you get something, you need to protect it and cherish it and make the most of it. And so if I had to say something to anybody, it was like, don't rely on somebody else to encourage you. Encourage yourself. See how you can be good today and see how you can be better tomorrow. If you operate like that, uh, you're going to make mistakes along the way, but your intentions are driven to goodness. I mean, and that's what we need to do. I'm in a position with a platform that I affects change in so many people's lives. Uh, I do it through art. I do it through education. I do it through organ donor awareness, whatever it takes. Uh, I'm here to make sure that whatever I do, I want to be like one of those parents who have a kindergarten graduating. What do they do? They get up and stand and applaud when they hear their name. My goal is I'm trying to get God to stand up and applaud for me. And until that happens, I'm going to keep doing more positive stuff, try to be more God-like. And when you see me and say hello to me, I'm not going to say I'm blessed and highly favored. Mm -hmm. You're not going to see my car and say, bless one and that kind of thing. But if you spend two minutes with me, you're going to know that God is all in me. And everything that I do, I try to do that's pleasing to him. Wow. <clears throat> Watch the walk. Guys, watch the walk. Mm. Whew. I said, I mean, I said it when we started. I'm honored to know you. I really am. Thank you. I mean, you really are an inspiration. Um, you're a pain in the butt and a, a walking migraine. But outside of that, I really am glad that Thank you you're for that here. compliment. Pain in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, seriously, thank you for all the work you're doing. I'm sorry that today got screwed up but we will have you back but i, I gotta tell you it, didn't get screwed it up. happened exactly as it should yeah. because uh it happened exactly as it should that's all i'm gonna say thank you so much how can we help you how can people follow you do business with the county and, and support you how do we make you look like a hero so first to find out what i'm doing in the county go to fultonarts.org or any of our fulton public art pages on ig to follow me and I just got hacked about a month ago, so it's a new one. Yeah. It's the real David Manual. People are still sending it to the old one, but it's the real David Manual, and Manual is M-A-N-U-E-L. It's not me. David Manual, I am? That used to be it. That got hacked. That one got hacked? And well, that's still, who I tagged. Yeah, and it's still up. So you, you tagged I thought wrong. I am the real I am was the one that got hacked. No. Sheesh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the one. I said David Manuel, I am. That got hacked. Well, well, I think you just said I am David Manuel. The real David Manuel. Okay, all right. Okay. And for for you and people similar to you, real <laughs> R E A L. All right, thank you. But it's the okay, it is. All right. Listen, thank you so much, guys. Listen, I tell y'all, every show, even when we have to start as the Range Rover Chronicles and we finish as, according to Michelle, every day on this show, every show, you can walk around, walk out and figure out what can I do differently in my life right now. David said something that should inspire you to change right now. All you have to do is one thing different here on According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis. My only goal is to make sure that you have something different to do when you finish listening 
to my guests. I am here every Wednesday from 4 to 6. Today's show was brought to us by Just J, Just J Where. That's J A I. You can find her on Instagram at I am Just J or Just J Where. She makes fitness apparel for women and she says it feels like Lululemon and Nike but it doesn't feel that way on your pocket make sure you check her out I am just J or just J where J-A-I W-E-A-R on Instagram and make sure you tell her that the empty dub sent you every Wednesday 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. right here on really 1100 a.m. you can catch the podcast every Monday by noon it's up I will be at the taste of Sofu on July 14th in Union City I'm very excited about that and I got some other other things coming up. I'm going in production for a TV show. Stay tuned. And I got two productions on stage coming at the end of the year. So make sure you stay tuned for that. I'll be there. But right now, I am out.